0: do the speech we're gonna work as a team make no grammatical or pronunciation errors we're going to fly through in like 30 minutes the entire episode we're gonna cover everything with elegance and humor we're gonna be the funniest we've ever been and the tightest we've ever been and at the first sign of trouble we're not gonna bail immediately Welcome back. Mm,
1: mm, mm. I, Welcome back. Man. I
0: heard something different <laughs> than I normally say, and it completely threw me off immediately after my speech, where I said we weren't going to have any errors. Welcome back to Reverse Psychology, the Fraser Rewatch Podcast, where we go backwards through every episode of the show. Tonight we are covering Season Ten, Episode Fifteen, Trophy Girlfriend, which originally aired on February Eighteenth, Two Thousand Three. Is this when Eddie Valiant frames Roger Rabbit? We'll find out. I'm your host, Curtis Shaq. Joining me as always, our resident upside downer, it's Ryan Sansone.
1: Hello, Curtis. I'm excited to be here. Hoping to win a trophy myself tonight.
0: Ooh, that'd be nice. Uh, Well, it's a new year with no Brad. Instead, subbing in as friend of the show, Hannah, wait for it, Check. Whoa.
1: Whoa. Curtis said your name right. right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's easier when it's my name, but only slightly.
2: (laughs) Hello.
1: Welcome. Welcome to the new year and uh, the new pod, the Bradless pod. This is great. I feel so much freer already.
2: Well, it is 2024 and I'm really excited about the, uh, uh, you know, hovercrafts and such. I, th- I can't believe they got rid of the iPhone.
1: Like what a crazy move to start the new year.
2: Yeah, but they replaced it with a teddy bear
0: that uh, records everything you you do and say, which I find kind of delightful.
1: That's just what they gave to the rest of the public. They've been doing that with nanny cams forever. Mm-hmm. Like every teddy bear you've ever seen has a camera baked in since 2019. 19
2: terrifying
1: no 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 it's so you can spy on people without them knowing
2: oh in that case it's fine
1: yeah it's great it's super useful
2: curtis what else has happened in the
1: since the new year catch us all up
0: yeah well you know since uh they abolished twitter slavery oh right no no that's alive and well that's not that's not going anywhere but <laughs> so twitter's gone it's been replaced by why stupid joke i i know i i said we were going to uh really enjoy leaning into the idea that uh we're recording this in the future, uh, but I did not prepare anything for this.
1: No, it doesn't show at all. <laughs>
0: Before we dive in any deeper, I want to just say that today is another friend of the show's birthday. It's my mother, Eileen Sheck. Happy
2: birthday, Whoa. mom! Happy the mother birthday. of the pod.
1: Hannah, you have to say you have to say happy birthday, mom, too.
2: I, I, I did,
1: but oh, my
2: mouth. <laughs> I said that moment ago yeah but i'll say it again happy birthday eileen
0: say, say it off mute
2: i wasn't <laughs> muted
0: you just didn't hear it because you were talking too i me and curtis both didn't hear it equally
2: well shut up happy birthday eileen
0: you know what though uh hannah let's just get a take where you say it
2: where i tell ryan to shut up or <laughs> yeah that yeah, that'd
0: be
1: <laughs> <painful>. <laughs> useful soundbite anyway <laughs>
0: You very kindly sub in for us, and and you sacrifice your evening to come join us, and we immediately gang up on you.
1: <laughs> and will the rest of the night just gonna have to deal with it? Anyway, happy birthday, Eileen. Definitely your mom's name.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's uh, I. Uh, yeah, my reaction made it sound like I made up <laughs> that. Like that is <laughs> not. It,
1: it makes it's, it sound like you do not have a mom. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was I wasn't born I was grown in a tube.
1: Though yeah I had I definitely have a mom. Yeah her name's definitely uh tr- 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 Christmas tree. Yeah. she's exists. <laughs>
0: No, Ryan. Remember, those would have been taken down. It's 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 a new year. I right. Nobody keeps the tree up past January. 2nd. I As a kid, I don't have to. We don't have
1: to take down our our stuff ever. We leave it up all year round. That way, we're not behind. Come next Christmas.
0: Do you have any like supposed to be seasonal but year round decorations? Genuine answer.
1: I don't know what in our house is decoration and functional. I get tagged a lot with, uh, I use the decorational towels incorrectly.
0: Well, I'm sorry. What is the incorrect use of any towel?
1: We have towels that pick up liquids and we have towels that I think are just for show or something. I don't uh, know. You
0: have a kid, so you have lots of spills to clean up.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I can't use some of them.
0: <laughs> I really couldn't relate to the idea that you would use a towel for anything other than drying your hands after having washed them.
1: I'm sorry. Do you have a hundred, you have zero drops? in any given day like you never spill anything you don't need spaghetti and it just gets everywhere
0: we uh just today bought diet coke and one of the cans happened to be punctured we had set it on on the floor uh when we when we walked into the house i realized it had leaked onto our white carpet and i was like oh man that's gonna stain so i was prepared to like stop a stain from happening which i do not know how to do for the record but the first <laughs> thing i did was like grabbed a, a towel uh not not one of the nice seasonal ones one of a one of the disposable ones and i just kind of <laughs> Uh, dabbed it on the carpet and there was zero indication that anything had spilled, which is peculiar. I've never experienced that. I've, I've spilled water and had it seem obvious that something had spilled, (laughs) but this was like a brown soda that still made no mess. I
1: didn't know you moved into the Ritz Carlton. What do you mean you have white carpets? What are you talking about?
0: It's not a carpet. (laughs) It's like a rug. It's like a a Kia rug.
1: That didn't clear anything up. (laughs) Why do you have white rugs? That sounds so dangerous.
0: I bought them not for their, color but for their like comfort having a white rug or a white anything is a
1: statement that nothing will be spilled in this zone and we know for a fact that that's not true. You've spilled something already, but like it's a real statement maneuver.
0: I had an example from today.
1: Yeah, <laughs> did you buy it or did did your boyfriend buy it?
0: I I bought it before uh, we lived together or even had planned to live together. You're a
1: psychopath.
0: Yeah, Anna, do you have white rugs? Am I treading on the
1: in the wrong uh, zone?
2: No, that's uh, just asking for trouble. If you ask me, nice. having having a white thing on the floor, it wants Thanks. pizza sauce
1: on it. It does. It, yes. It, yes. There's almost a magnetic attraction to pizza sauce, hundred
0: percent. I see that we're going to be taking turns getting up on each other tonight. As well, <laughs> should we get up on Fraser? I'll be happy to talk about whatever you
1: have in your apartment that's white. Like we can do that the rest of the night if you want. <laughs>
0: We open with a lightning strike over Seattle. Niles abandons Frazier in the squash tournament, so he teams up with a gym teacher, Chelsea. Finally, we are talking squash. We've been waiting for it
1: since I think like the fifth episode that that I ever watched.
0: We've referenced squash about as much as the show does, yes. And we're finally seeing them at a squash place. Are
1: you guys squash players, either of you? Have you ever dealt with a squash situation?
2: No. I had to look up some things about squash because... Nothing about this episode made me understand anything about the sport.
1: <laughs> Can you share them out the gate? Because that would be helpful. Because I've made some assumptions for some of my comments as well.
2: First of all, who works out with a sweater on, Fraser? <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's a, that's a rich douche
0: move.
2: Well, I thought maybe rich people think that sweaters are for sweating, but oh. <laughs> I also just noticed that every person was wearing white. And often, when Fraser's playing squash, he's wearing these posh white outfits. And so, apparently, according to bettersquash.com, dot com, hilarious, it had been a requirement that you had to wear white to to play squash, essentially for two reasons which were to not lose sight of the ball and to just be snooty about it.
1: Yes, that explains why he bought your stupid rug.
2: ha! <laughs> <laughs> So all of this changed in 1983 when the World Squash Federation that we are all familiar with. Love the
1: World Squash <laughs> Federation.
2: They, I mean, they removed the requirement rules.
1: They just dropped the white?
2: They, they dropped the requirement for white.
1: Was there like acceptable colors or was it like any color goes at this
0: point? And was this about the color of clothes or the color of people? Uh,
2: Uh, okay the world (laughs) squash federation the wsf had rules about the clothing that's what we're talking about here they had implications about the people that's not what (laughs) better com had to say
1: there's no
0: blurbs (laughs) your whole job is in essentially compliance so i do like that you're like legally speaking but what the (laughs) website said was
2: I'm not trying to to uh, have any squabbles.
0: You don't want any squash
2: squabbles. Or I don't want any. I was trying to combine those. Yeah, squashes. yeah.
0: I heard heard you working through
2: it's it. It's not. Now wait no, a minute. It wait feels, a minute. Do you it think feels bad in my mouth?
0: Do you, you know, like in tennis, or whatever? It's like you you play a set or a match or whatever. I don't know what you play tennis. <laughs> I assume it's a set or a match.
1: That's that's both parts of tennis.
0: Okay. Uh, <laughs> do you think in squash it, you have a squabble? I hope so. That would be so great. Well, Hannah,
1: how much research did you do?
2: I feel that I'm not meant to know what squash is. So I I just looked up the, the rules about the clothing okay. and left it at that.
1: Okay, fair enough. Well, so I have an issue with the squash ball. I don't know if it's heavy or soft. The, sh- yes. the strike she does to get at the douchebag guy is the, like, the lamest hit I've ever seen. Like, there's no way that would hurt, even if it was, like... Even if she did that with, like, a baseball, it wouldn't hurt him.
0: One thing I do want to note, Niles, the guy wants to fist bump him, the, the guy he's partnered with, and he tries to high-five the fist bump. I thought that was delightfully awkward.
2: Just slaps his hand right out of the air. <laughs> Before
0: that, though, I, I loved the Frasier-Niles
1: exchange, the the jilted lovers exchange that they have. It's
0: not what it looks like. It's exactly what it looks like. You've teamed up with someone younger, in it. better shape does jim know you're passive aggressive believe me neither jim nor i expected this to happen our our games just meshed we would have teamed up sooner but but the timing was never right either jim was with a squash partner i was playing with you fine go just go 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 to your new partner niles don't forget to wear your wrist brace you know how easily you spray i thought
1: both of them did a good job
0: they play with such sincerity that even though they're very clearly meaning it in a in a brotherly way, um, but saying things that sound like their husband and wife. It, it just works really well because they're so sincere about it. Genuinely
1: touching scene. I liked
0: it.
2: I also just really enjoyed the remember to wear your wrist brace. Oh, the yeah. little Little things that they, they know each other and their weaknesses, you know.
1: This is the nicest moment Frazier's had. Like, this is the nicest thing he does in the whole series so far.
0: Yeah, I mean, it might be selfless act <laughs> number one for us in the upside down. It's like
1: one, one and a half, maybe his second selfless act. I don't know, but there have not been many. Chelsea comes in. Nothing about her screams sports to me at all. And certainly not gym teacher. And not just because of her terrible
0: strike, but that did not help. She didn't strike me particularly gym teachery either, but... I don't know what that would necessarily be. What what about you, Hannah? Did she seem believably gym teacher to you? Or or even sportsy?
2: I just wanted to say that I'm surprised that they referred to the class as gym and not phys-ed. I feel like especially the gym teacher would be, at least gym teachers I have known have been very particular about. It's not gym. That's the room in which we do physical education. So that was something that stuck out to me. Love that. Um, How
0: many gym teachers do you know?
2: I don't want to talk about it. But <laughs> I assume I, that
0: you're partnered with one in your squash league.
2: I am not at liberty to say. But I, compliance compliance. We this understand.
0: Is, this <laughs> is this is both the weirdest and the greatest thing for you to just <laughs> refuse to talk about. Nope, we're not not going there. I I I said in when we had our pre-discussion, we weren't going to bring this up. a relationship with physical <laughs>
1: education specialists, whatever they call themselves. <laughs> Time to move on.
2: I'm I'm trying to think. I've had maybe three or four phys ed teachers
1: you're saying like in school like that taught you that educated you you're not like just friends with one on the side
2: um i mean not that i'm aware
1: (laughs) they're doing like night night classes for physical (laughs) education to say i like that idea
0: you suspect you suspect your friend is like in the cia or something they are so secretive you know something's up you eventually revealed just a, a p.e teacher
2: no like you you hear like the swoosh of windbreaker pants <laughs> you know you find uh, all of their very soft sneakers um <laughs> collection of whistles
0: i going say in horror you open a drawer and it's just full of whistles we need a building full whistles.
2: It, it can only mean one thing.
0: Physical
1: education.
2: But to answer your question, I didn't find myself thinking, oh, she's not believable as a phys ed teacher. She didn't bother me. I was mostly thinking about, you know, did this actor know that most of her role was going to be filled by Bob Hoskins?
1: <laughs> I thought that was really interesting, too, because you can you can kind of cast anyone for this. Uh, and she seems to probably have even more acting chops than she needs, despite having very limited usage.
2: If, since you guys have seen the episodes after this, do we ever see this character, Chelsea, no. again? I,
1: I wish we got the 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 guy, gym teacher, but we do not. We get neither one again.
0: Not to jump all the way to the end, but what if uh, the rest of the Fraser series, Kelsey Grammer was shit-canned and they replaced him with that little girl? <laughs>
1: yeah, we don't see her either.
0: He and the gym teacher get married, but she never never stopped seeing him as that little girl.
2: Just both characters are replaced by Bob Hoskins and <laughs> the middle school girl.
0: Dude. Oh, we've been robbed of you a It would be a better show. It just would. It just would. We get a first title card, Trophy Girlfriend. Frazier returns with a trophy that doesn't have a book on it. Niles is jealous, but Marty is proud. And Chelsea kisses a strangely timid Fraser. I thought we were teed up for a real bad
1: episode here. Frasier wins something way too early, right? Things are going very well. He's yeah. got a trophy. We can tell the relationship's about to kick off. Like, I was, I was mentally checked out of this one already.
0: We've seen this before with the Jennifer Tilly episode, where he, instead of being cocky around women or excited about a woman he just seems deflated like as much as i like her it's not gonna happen he's just sour on it and i find that a little bit strange i don't know why he was so afraid of even expressing any interest in her
2: it was odd because you know daphne asked him your girlfriend seems nice
0: well oh, she is nice but she's certainly not my girlfriend i do find her attractive but i'm not sure i'm anything more than a, a teammate to her well, from what I've seen, I'd say she likes you a lot. Really?
1: She did kiss me once, but I think that was just in an overflow
0: of emotion after one of our victories, you know. I suppose that happens all the time on sports teams, it doesn't. Of course, I can't speak for the Canadian leagues. Weird knock on Canadians. It
1: wasn't a knock. It was just a this could be a knock on Canadians.
0: I'm I'm glad friend of the show Lawrence isn't here to have to take that slide. out.
1: He would have been at least been able to inform us. There, there's a couple of fun things that do happen in this scene. I liked Frazier taking a dig in Niles with the old uh, there's no I in team, but there is one in Niles. Oh, that was a great line. The look he shoots at him is really cinches it for me. But then the the broken bone story that that, that Chelsea tells. And Niles like, yeah, that uh, definitely happens. And clearly clearly rethinks everything, all of his life decisions after that.
0: Yeah. Well, there's something I, I really enjoyed was uh we get Frasier saying my lady. He, my lady which he says, my lady he doesn't say he says, my lady. He says, my lady. This is in front of the whole family, which is tough, but I think it's another insight into what he's like when he's, when he's failing to attract a woman. I think we have to fact
1: check this with Hannah. Cause she has not seen all of the episodes, right? Hannah.
2: I thought I had seen all of the episodes. I had not seen this. Oh, yeah. episode.
1: <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Did you see the episode where he starts his practice in season 11, where we find out he says my lady yes.
0: in bed? He says my lady to women.
2: Oh no. Oh, <laughs> yeah. in bed. Well,
1: he said yeah like during the act he said it to Sarah Silverman's sister and then that got around
0: so it's just it's interesting because like this is the upside down so like that would not have happened when this episode aired but so it's not a callback what is it a call forward like I feel like we're getting a nice little reminder of that
1: I think the Milady would have would have been a callback. This would be a foreshadowing.
0: Foreshadowing,
1: or for us, post shadowing. I guess for us, it's a callback. What's well, because it's the evolution, right? He tries my lady in front of the family, and then he he feels comfortable enough to go Milady in the bedroom, which is horrifying.
0: Like you were so disinterested in call forward as a phrase that you look you cycled through every other possible phrase we can go with. <laughs> I don't know,
1: man. I, you you start having me go right side round in the new season. It's confusing. Everything's confusing. It's twenty twenty four, obviously. I don't know where I am.
2: I'm just disturbed by the fact that he would call someone lady" in bed. How do you feel about my lady
1: in front of other people? That's humans? not better. <laughs> she puts the moves on him. His reaction, he's just like blown away that that would happen.
0: It'd be one thing if we just get it cold, just Fraser going from squash partner to her kissing him, like him to react that way wouldn't be so crazy. But we we reveal ahead of time that he is into her and Daphne thinks something's happening. They kissed before, so it's weird that he would be so thrown off.
1: Yeah, he got, he looked gobsmacked by this. Like, he's just like, what? It doesn't really track. I sang that out loud, though, but I'm thinking of every time it's happened since, and I guess he does. I guess this is kind of a pattern. <laughs> mm-hmm, I guess. It doesn't fit, it doesn't, to me, fit the rest of his character, but it is something we've seen repeatedly. Yeah,
0: I guess that's true. Frazier hated his gym teacher, but is happy with Chelsea. Roz reveals we will suffer another month of Julia, who she already hates.
1: I don't know. About about a month, but oh yeah, I guess she does say over a month.
0: Yeah, it might be a little bit more than a month, but yeah, we definitely know for sure her time is is officially limited.
1: We say that every episode. Now we have at least we <laughs> there's at least four more eps possible.
0: <laughs> like it's crazy. Yeah, she's a real runner in this season. This lady will,
1: will not end. I think this is where we also find out that she gets a slot in Fraser's show. I think that's how they oh, say that. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah, they say the woman took a portion of my show to do her financial dribble. You don't hear me complaining about it all the time.
1: But then we still get people complimenting her show so I don't know if she has a separate show or they're just talking about her segment on Fraser's show it's very strange but
0: it's also not clear to me if Roz has to produce that segment or if somebody else comes in to produce it
1: she must produce that's a good question I don't know
2: my impression was that Roz was producing that segment
0: okay I think this
1: would make the most sense
2: yeah it would make it worse that they hate each other
0: yeah and once again like this is another episode where at least this time we get a little bit of insight into why Roz doesn't like her like we don't know the specific details but we know something rubs her the wrong way but again in this one, R- Roz sort of instigates the animosity. She doesn't, it's not Julia that is jumping up with uh, being mean about things.
1: I, we will be devastated if we don't see the, the initial interaction that causes all this strife. If they just start out hating each other, I'm going to be so mad.
0: At this point, Julia has to do something heinous.
1: It's hard to picture what she would do, but we've also seen her do heinous things. So like, it's like, you could kind of go either way with it. It's fun that Fraser thinks he can resolve everything just by, you know, talking way too much. And they shut him out completely and then does not help at all.
0: I do love that joke cuz they sort of turn it on its head. It starts with Fraser thinking he can mend them and then them turning on Fraser in a united front which is the obvious joke. But then they take it one step further where when he leaves, having accepted being dunked on, they don't even continue to dunk on him. They just go to separate tables.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm glad that's how they chose to go with this.
2: I wasn't overly into the B-plot with Julia and Roz. It didn't feel interesting. At gym class, Fraser sees
0: Chelsea's teaching method, and it reminds him of his own cruel P.E. experience.
2: Did you guys see the harness? No. No. When the girl is going to climb the rope, you can see between her shirt and her shorts there is a harness attached to the rope that's amazing is, yeah.
1: he, is she
0: even in the air she
2: yeah i mean nowhere. she's off the ground like she's maybe a foot off the ground but they have a harness on her
0: that is amazing she's a child actor on a tv show i'm sure that is just a necessary like safety precaution like liability wise but it's very funny are you
1: sure <laughs> You don't think you can just yeah, have a person... Yeah, pull it up! Stand? No, no, not you, uh, Curtis. You're, oh, okay. You're saying you don't like think... Hannah, you don't we think...
0: dunked on Hannah so early in this episode. Now she's just paranoid. Now she's <laughs> like, I, I know, I saw it!
1: Are you sure your eyes work? No. No, are you sure that you don't think a, a kid can just stand near a rope? What You're worried that she's going to just start climbing it and be really good? What, what's the concern?
0: I think there's extra cautious with children um in entertainment. They really want to protect those child actors. They 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 don't want they don't want to have anything go wrong with them. Yeah, it goes well usually. The most protected people in Hollywood, those child actors. <laughs> so he's going to meet her to go on some kind of a date. He can't just wait and like meet her somewhere, and it's not the end of the school day either. At the end of the scene, she's like you're not allowed to go to your next class yet,
1: which which isn't how class works and also isn't how schools work. You're not just like allowed to be an adult walking around a school for no
0: reason. Well, this is like a long time ago was it was it lax back then more i mean i'm sure it was more lax than it is today
2: no this was 2003
0: we were already worried about school shootings i think for sure i mean i think things have escalated more in 2023 than 20 years ago 2024 or in 2024 (laughs)
1: Yeah. If Kelsey Grammer shows up to your school now uninvited, he's not allowed in, even if you know who he is.
0: I think, I think if you see Kelsey Grammer going, you hit the lockdown button, right? Definitely. (laughs) So
1: he goes into her office and is just, just tooling around, which I don't know if gym teachers have offices. I don't, they're not usually right outside of the gym, Uh, but he definitely shouldn't be fizzing through things. Sorry. Sorry.
2: Oh, I wasn't trying to correct you. I was just adding that phys ed teachers do have offices. I remember seeing them.
0: Off the gym? hannah hannah we can't we can't go there
2: <laughs> i've said too much i've said too much my apologies as
0: your, your publicist is in my other ear and they're saying to to shut this
2: down so. Shut. It redacted
1: down. <laughs> so i gave her a lot of guff over the uh her squash strike but her whistle action chelsea's whistle action is very intense very gym teacher-esque
0: do you think that she the actress is performing that whistle or they put the noise in post here's what i'll I'll tell you, there's an aggression
1: that even if she's not doing the whistle, she's got the vibe, right? She's got mm. mad gym teacher vibe, for sure. Nice.
0: Okay. So whether or not the whistle was was performed by her, she did a, an amazing performance.
1: Yeah, I don't care if she's whistle sinking,
0: Miming whistle.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> I think that was real. I, I don't think they had fully work for the, the whistle blowing. That seemed genuine to me. Okay.
1: I assume that one of the requirements is can blow a whistle, which most humans can do. That's what she was hired for? She doesn't do a ton, right? She clearly wasn't hired for her squash ability.
2: At what point does Bob Hoskins show up? Because
0: this scene with the gym is kind of where he's introduced. She's whistling at this little girl, telling her to climb the rope and this makes Frazier think about his experience trying to climb that rope and we kind of flash back to him in a dark gym and he's you know, failing to climb it with Bob Hoskins now with a cigar in his mouth (laughs) which is a great touch. It's so good. (laughs) Just, you know, screaming at him. trauma is really funny.
1: Like, I know you're not supposed to laugh at trauma, but it's it's just delightful the whole time.
0: I mean, in fairness, this television show is inviting you <laughs> to laugh at his trauma.
2: I loved everything about Bob Hoskins in this episode from the whole outfit, the vibe, the giant cigar, the way you could see all of his back hair um, <laughs> when you were looking at him straight on. Um, it was just every every single thing about it. Can I just say, uh, so I
0: invited Brad, since he wasn't able to make this recording, to do some voice memos if he had anything he really wanted to, to get into the pod to share with us. And he, he sent in a couple, but one of them, he you know, he always does this thing where he names all the actors playing the guest stars. By always, you mean once every 10 episodes. He sent in, you know, this long voice memo. Okay, guest stars this week feature Chelsea, played by Janine Triplehorn. Jim, played by Jack Brewer. We also julia played by felicity hoffman he didn't mention bob hoskins of course he didn't
2: is he not familiar
0: i did ask him about it and he he basically said that he, that was just uh one of them he was planning to send another but then that was hours ago and he hasn't sent any new voice memos in so i don't know uh, i'm going buy it for a second the whole family has seen the good in chelsea except frazier who only sees his old gym coach even while she reads him poetry in a romantic bath all he can see is a salty old British man.
1: Oh, man. Oh, man.
0: <laughs> the
1: Niles-Fraser exchange. Niles, I'll gladly retain with you. Just like that?
0: I expected you to gloat, rub it in, make me suffer. Don't you care? <laughs> Love that bit. A decent amount happens in the scene before we get to... The sight gag, which is really all it is, there's nothing really funny in the lines, particularly. It is just the sight gag of Bob Hoskins being playing his girlfriend. It's
1: it's a funny sight gag, though. It's
0: an amazing (laughs) sight gag. It's one of the best sight gags I've experienced. I think in any show, let alone in Frasier. So yeah, it's hard to talk about any other details because it's just and there's hard there's not much to say other than it was
1: amazing. I say I'll say when we try we try to punch up the show, time and time again. But I. I would if I was writing the show and we decided to do this, I would have put him in like a chick outfit. I think it's amazing the the decision they made to go with the the full gym teacher outfit, the full cigar, just looking crazy.
2: I have to ask what a chick outfit is.
1: Uh, <laughs> uh, fair, fair question. You know, like a dress or something. Like I really made it clear that he was a female and not, you know, a sweatsuit that anyone could be wearing.
0: I, I thought, by the way, when you said chick outfit. I I didn't quite immediately know what you meant, that he should be dressed like a, a woman. Uh, and I thought you your idea of comedy is just men dressed in chicken outfits.
1: Just. I mean, that <laughs> that is a good move in general. If you're like, I don't know what to do with a scene, throw someone in a chicken outfit, make them chicken dance. That is a good move.
2: If anything, Bob Hoskins was dressed as Sporty Spice this episode, so...
1: Oh, <laughs> apologies.
2: <laughs> I think it all balances oh my out.
0: Zig a zig.
1: Ah, I uh, I didn't see this the spice world movie spice girls the movie i don't know what it was called i don't know if that's accurate i don't know if that's yeah, how that's she dressed spice world okay
0: I, f- I like how you try to pretend like you've never seen it i've never seen clearly. it i i
1: would like f- it was one of those phenomena i missed i mean we see lady beckham she's around all the time but i know i know nothing lady
0: beckham is she a, is she dame i don't know her name chick outfit and lady beckham you
1: i think she's posh spice but you're about as smooth with
0: the women today as fraser
1: is <laughs>
2: Um, but to be serious, let's get back on track. Spice World is an excellent film.
1: Girl power. Equalization
2: between the sexes. Hmm. Can't recommend it enough. I never got over when the Spice Girls were like,
1: hey, if you want to get with me, you have to get with all of my friends. I never, I've never understood that line to this day.
2: I don't understand what, what you're not getting.
1: I think this
2: on mean nothing to you?
1: I don't i don't think it does
2: ryan i just don't know if you
0: appreciate that friendship never ends
1: i don't think yeah i mean i guess I, I i think i gotta dive into the spice world and really get my get my spice on and if they put out i don't know if they put out albums or not also did that happen
2: ryan i think i think the phrasing you're looking for is you need to spice up your life ah yeah yes yeah All take it right. take a. Take one oh, of those cool online album.
0: quizzes that will tell you which Spice Girl you are. Oh, okay. I'm betting Baby
1: Spice, Curtis. We're gonna we're gonna do we're gonna stop this pod. We're gonna do a uh, Spice World pod. We're gonna start with Spice World Two. I assume that came out. And then we're gonna do Spice World, and then we're gonna go through each of their albums, which may or may not exist. And I'm gonna get fully caught up.
2: I just found a BuzzFeed quiz, and I'm putting it in the chat. All right, send it. So. um... <laughs>
1: I'm on it. One of the questions is choose a city in Europe. There's no, nothing else with it. Just choose a city.
0: Well, which, what city, what do do you pick? I don't know. They threw some good ones. I don't know. Let's get the list. Let's, let's, let's adjudicate
1: this. Paris, Amsterdam, Berlin, Madrid, Prague, and Rome. And I've been to, don't think I've been to one of them. I've been to one of
0: them. Pick one. stop thinking pick one i I already chose what you gotta tell
1: you i I chose madrid
0: all right sporty spice anyway this scene that we're talking about
1: you guys are gonna have to talk for a second i'm i'm almost done with this quiz oh now i got baby spice
2: i also got baby spice
0: (laughs) and you only get baby spice take the quiz
2: i don't know did you take it curtis
0: (laughs) yeah curtis okay this this is a bullshit this is a bullshit i got a baby spice too (laughs) i thought it said in all caps you aren't adorable it says aren't you
1: adorable why would it sorry you aren't
0: (laughs) at the coffee shop kenny tries to get rich quick from julia who isn't biting Roz and Julia bond over their joy of hating each other.
1: So okay, so there's there's a couple things I really like about this scene in particular. Hannah, why don't you say the stuff you don't like about this storyline first?
2: Why do you think I wouldn't like this storyline? Oh, because I said so earlier. Yes. Um. Yeah.
1: <laughs> are you are you fucking with me? I don't.
2: I I forgot that we had uh, uh, already started talking about it, so I thought maybe there was something defensive about my personality that made you think I would be upset with this. I'm not upset with the storyline, but... um,
1: There was about your response to that question.
2: (laughs) You're right. uh, My apologies. Um, That's the, uh, I guess, the baby spice in me coming out? Yeah. Um, Anyway, (laughs) I don't know. It didn't feel fun to me and like i saw the uh legs open all night line coming a mile away yeah so
1: definitely that (laughs) so so the the two parts i liked to this this scene and and kind of the storyline is first of all you have fraser come in in the first scene he tries to do his best to to mend to bridge the gap do all his bullshit fraser's nonsense and in this scene we get kenny who's like oh you're two ladies and they go to talk he's like never mind i am clearly out of my element he leaves and it works right it solves their issue basically
0: wait wait a minute wait wait a minute it wasn't because of their interactions that he left it was just he already wanted to leave and thought he had to pair her with roz to get out of there
2: i I second that that's that's how i read that scene too
1: oh okay i read it as he as soon as like a barb flew there he was like oh i'm out this this is a lot uh but either is fine because again his method, even if it was unintentional, worked, whereas Frazier tried really hard and it didn't work at all.
0: It which didn't that just happen recently with Marty and uh Kenny? Yeah. Yeah, it did. But this is this this
1: bit of interaction where they kind of make fun of each other and really dig into each other but kind of both have fun with it, kind of explains what we see from them the rest of the series. Like it's the only thing that kind of makes sense for the subsequent episodes. Because they've had super weird energy the rest of the way.
0: I don't know, because I, I feel like in this scene, I, I, I find it kind of delightful the way that Roz runs after her, uh, kind of excited to go throw more barbs. But there's not that joy in her voice any other scene after this. Like, everything we've seen is her with genuine animosity. So, uh, and, and Julie is mostly indifferent. Uh, the rest of the times we see her. So it's just strange to me that, like, they set up this idea that they're going to be, like, almost buddies in how they, they're mean to each other. And instead, we just get a one sided
1: I think fight. this scene would have worked better, like, at the end of the season, right? Because with the next season, we see them kind of fizzle. And even though they don't like each other, they, they're clearly cooled off. Uh, but at least, at least there's something that makes any sense to this interaction, this relationship these two have. I do agree. We get into some worse stuff later, but it's never, it never gets crazy like it should. And it makes some sense if they have some, some sort of like kindred spirit in going after each other.
0: Yeah, I feel like we've spent enough time on Julia. Let's talk about the last scene. So in bed, Fraser breaks the spell and restores the sexy woman to his life when he shares his feelings, and she is receptive. However. His pathetic weakness has cursed her with seeing Fraser as that little girl who couldn't climb a rope.
2: We need to talk about Fraser's bed.
0: Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Does it not look like a pull-out couch? Every time I see it, I think it's a pullout couch.
1: I 100% I thought I totally that. know what you mean. I thought that the first... Because I said in the first episode, I think is where we see him in his bedroom with Charlotte. I thought it was the living room. And I was so confused well, when, when Brad and Curtis were talking like about it being his bedroom.
0: Correct me if I'm misremembering, but doesn't he also have the bed sort of just in the center of the room, kind of like a couch would be on a sitcom. Like he doesn't yes. have it against the wall.
1: 100%. It's super weird. And it's like, it's like lower for some reason than everything else.
0: Yeah. It's a very strange setup he's got going. So I wrote originally.
1: Uh, I, I wish that they didn't switch back after they resolve the issue or, you know, after they talk it out and she's like, Oh yeah, I am a monster. I'll try to be better. I was, I was annoyed that we got her back in the episode. Uh, and then mm. immediately forgave that because I didn't I I didn't see the <laughs> didn't see the Frasier switch coming and it was amazing.
0: Oh uh, yeah. I forgot that from when I watched this forever ago and it was a delight to to see that that great little twist at the end.
2: I would have loved to see them kiss uh, Bob Hoskins and <laughs>
0: I was gonna say, you mean Bob Fraser. Hoskins and Frasier, not the little yes. girl and the grown woman.
2: <laughs> not the adult woman and the child, no.
0: Yeah, that'd have be been really um great. <laughs> we we have to we have to put a harness on her for one foot in the air but we're gonna have her kiss a grown
1: woman i mean the the bath scene was pretty aggressive it was it was pretty great
2: that was a lot of fun i i wanted to see more i would have enjoyed if they like you had mentioned just never switched back you know the relationship fizzles that way because you just can't break it's- out of that
1: you got to give Frazier some credit here. He sticks with this for a couple of <laughs> couple of dates or something. I don't know what's going on. If you see an old man, most people, if you if you are not seeing your actual uh, significant other, you're seeing an old man. You really should call it after like, you know, one or two times. Dude has a whole intimate bath with with, with Bob Hoskins respect to him.
0: So you guys were saying you you wish you got more, you wish you got more. I wonder though if the joke would have... I like the way that they they brought the
1: girl in at the end. I didn't... At no point did I yeah. see that
0: coming. But do you think it would have... Like, if we got if we got more Bob Hoskins, would it be funnier and better? Or would it have worn thin? The joke. Oh, my God. We could have done a...
2: I think it depends on how they elevated it, how they escalated the situation. Because if we're hearing about, uh you know, the woman being in uh, sort of saucy outfits... Like Ryan had said earlier, if we saw him in one of those outfits with the cigar or whatever, you know, something to just take it up a notch from the sponge bath. You I know what? You been- know what
0: we're missing? We're, we, we get the scene where we find out the whole family likes her. Uh, and then we spend time with Julia and Ross. We should have cut out all the Julia and Ross stuff and had the scene in the apartment where they're having dinner with the family and she's there as Bob Hoskins.
1: Yeah, I mean, if we didn't...
2: Oh, like, Bob Hoskins and Marty, they would have been great together.
0: Yeah, but Marty Caesar,
2: yeah.
1: Marty Caesar is like a young lady.
0: Well, you'll get Marty making those perverted comments he makes. Oh, Bob Hoskins.
1: That would have been good. Yeah, if they did like a Thanksgiving episode. I, I think you could have got two episodes of, of this, this maneuver without it going too... Poorly. I definitely wanted more after you know half an episode. So, did you think when the when the little kid says "Milady," do you think that was Frazier saying oh "Milady"?
0: Or is of course that... it was. That was again the the bringing back of Milady at the end was even better. Oh, but is Chelsea just like
1: in such a yuck phase where she's like, "Oh, say Milady now." Like, do you think she imagined it, or that's what he actually said?
0: No, he said every every. I I firmly believe that every word we we heard Bob Hoskins say the character of Chelsea actually said, and everything that little girl said, the character of Fraser actually said. They just look different.
2: Okay. I agree.
0: Kudos to the child actor, because the way she mimics Kelsey Grammer's performance, I thought was delightful.
1: Yeah, she, she was good.
0: Frazier plays this out with Marty trying to find the right spot for the squash cup. He feels defeated when Fraser chooses to use it as a face.
1: The last scene was so good that the scene, I was like, ah, you can do whatever, I'm going to probably not pay attention to it it was actually probably one of the one of the better scrambled egg scenes even though i think it was stupid
0: it, it, there's not much to say it was it was a well executed visual gag they're usually not so this one was at least a well executed
1: i don't believe fraser would use it as a vase for one i don't think we've seen flowers in the apartment till now mm. and two like he, this is the only thing he's won that's sport like there's no, there's one hundred percent he's putting that like in its own standalone trophy case where he's like, "This is my sports trophy case
0: you know, you go either way with Frazier. he could he could be so proud of it because he's never won anything or he could just not get that it's a trophy and not like he won a vase, like he might think he won a vase as a
2: prize that's that's possible
1: if nothing else he would do it just just to annoy Niles, he would make it a trophy and not a vase
2: alternatively. Maybe they skip so far ahead that he had already dumped or been dumped by Chelsea. And so he doesn't want to remember winning
1: oh, interesting. the squash
2: tournament with her and fills it with flowers to drown out his sorrow.
1: <laughs> I don't know if putting it on your dining room table is the right move for that, but I, I do like the idea that it's very far in the future. Because we don't know, timeline-wise, where it is. You just forgot what it was.
0: It, well, that also means that Marty... Has been trying to find a place for it for weeks and months.
1: I <laughs> Actually, like that, that's that's great. He just moves it every day. He's like, ah, oh, here's the place.
0: Maybe, maybe Fraser keeps putting flowers in it and he keeps moving it, trying to find <laughs> somewhere else where he just won't think to put flowers in it. <laughs> Hasn't That's found a spot in the
2: apartment yet. Exasperated. Yeah.
1: This would explain why we don't see flowers in the apartment either.
0: They're all hidden because he keeps finding really clever places to put the base and mm-hmm. somehow flowers appear there. No, no.
1: He, every day, Frazier puts flowers in them. Marty then throws them over the balcony uh, oh, I in disgust and tries to find a new spot.
2: Well, Hannah,
0: did you like this episode?
2: I enjoyed all of Bob Hoskins... I felt like the rest of the episode was just okay.
1: So I, this is something we're going to, and anytime you're on, we're going to have to ask this, but was this one of the 51?
2: No, I had never seen this episode before today.
1: Oh yeah. I guess you said that earlier. Uh, that's okay. That's crazy. Are you, are you mad at Ethan for omitting it?
2: No, I, I, I think it was a, a sort of a fun surprise to have the, the Bob Hoskins episode, but it didn't feel like this was a, a must watch. The select scenes he w- was in were fantastic but overall I feel like it was relatively forgettable
0: what rating would out you of, give it if you had to pick a rating
2: out of ten
0: out of whatever you want out of, you can, out of whatever you want you can use any scale you'd like
2: Ooh, I would give this probably five out of ten um Bob Hoskins cigars
1: okay I well we is that is that different than a star like is- is a Hoskins cigar really hard to get?
2: Not at liberty to say. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm oh, sorry. Right.
1: And I
0: should have interjected. The publicist did cool. bring that up too. So <laughs> we'll find that was something they, they they forbid.
1: Next time you write an episode, we'll be able to tell. But until then, we'll just be in the
0: dark. <laughs> I agree with you in general that the Bob Hoskins stuff is great and everything else is just nothing special. Uh, For me, though, I recently in in another episode we reviewed, I kind of rated the episode lower overall because it was kind of even keeled. It was probably better on average than this episode because it was such a consistent episode. But I just didn't think it had very high highs. I think the lows are a little bit lower here, but the highs are so high. I don't know that I've laughed harder in our little rewatch than I did when Bob Hoskins is in the bathtub (laughs) like that was an absolute delight it was fourth overall which is really high and I get that the whole episode is a little bit weaker than some others uh but geez I just you got Bob Hoskins and use them to maybe the greatest effect anybody's ever used Bob Hoskins (laughs) um I loved it so much I ranked this really high Ryan what about you
1: yeah, I I know you didn't like the B story, Hannah, and I I I get that. I you really didn't like it fair. I don't agree even that the rest of the episode was middling though. Even if you you cut out the Bob Hoskins part, obviously it's not a, an incredible episode, but I thought it was good. I thought Hummed Along, You had some really nice Fraser Niles interactions leading up to it. Um the stuff in the squash place was whatever. It was there was some good stuff, some bad stuff. Uh, nothing damning we've seen much worse on this rewatch top to bottom and the and even if you don't like the the Roz Julia stuff they were short like they did not take up a lot of episode time loved I mean the the Hoskins stuff is top tier it's not the funniest things we've seen in Frasier but I, like I'm with you Curtis you're giving it fourth overall because of the punch it's throwing and it's a good one and it's It doesn't just throw one punch at you, either. It hits you a couple of times in a couple of ways, and they're all really good. Uh, I think this is absolutely one of the best episodes we've seen. Uh, Also, you know, limited from all of the rest of the cast. Like, Daphne, limited, but she has some good lines. Marty, limited, which is always good. Probably no Eddie. That's great. And all in all, it's it's everything I I need in a Frasier episode. Except Frasier's a little too likable. That's the only major thing I'm giving it. 9.1. 9.1. Loved it.
2: Wow. Wow. It's a
0: shame too, Hannah, because I remember thinking after watch, because I, I watched the episode before and I, I asked you if you'd be willing to, to sub in and, 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 and join us. Uh, I kind of felt great because I was like, oh man, at least she's coming in on a good one. We're not giving her like a dud. But then You kind of felt like it was a bit of a dud. That's a shame.
2: When I think about all of the episodes yet to come, mm-hmm. there, I feel like there are, there are better episodes. But sure. thinking end of season eleven to now, sure, maybe it's pretty high up there. That's I mean that's exciting. Right? That's what we're hoping
1: to hear because to... we we talk in the the what's her face uh, horny Medcap episode. That's one of the. <laughs> <laughs> we love a term
0: a term credit where it's due a term coined by miss hannah Shack. then miss hannah
1: Ratune. 100%, <laughs> 100%. thrilled <Thrown laughs> to have that in our life uh, i mean that's that's one of the best comedy punches i've seen in a show to see it in like a season 11's incredible to see this kind of punch in a season 10 it's just and well done well executed because like, you could easily have handed up or done it really bad and they they handle it really well in season yeah. 10 so I'm I'm excited if that if that's what you're saying that we have to look forward to. Very excited for some of the earlier seasons.
2: You should be because it's it's you know it only gets better from here. It's hard to imagine. Opinion.
1: It's hard to imagine stronger punches being thrown than what we've seen. But you know they they have
0: definitely surprised me so far
1: through these first two seasons and most people's most people's last two.
0: Well, Ryan. Curtis? What would Brad do to rate this up? How would he rate this episode?
1: Well, I you should be I should have asked you because you do a great Brad impression, but I'll try my best. Well, I sh- I just didn't like that there wasn't any strippers. We just like a girl turned into a guy for a lot of it. I just you know I just thought like I didn't get it. You know I just thought it was okay. I'm gonna give it, gonna give it a uh, B minus because there was some funny stuff, but you know
0: yeah. I feel He's like not even you're here
2: to defend himself.
0: So I think well. <laughs> We've done done worse uh, to his face. If if he was, Um, yeah. Your impression was, you warned me that you you think I'd do a better one. Your impression was terrible. Like, you did not sound very much at all like Brad, but the words you were saying and the way you were saying them was correct. Like, that is what he would say. You just don't have the voice. I
1: was also doing my my cheap imitation of your imitation.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm I'm only doing an imitation of Dana Carvey's imitation of Brad.
1: (laughs) Not gonna do it. Not gonna do it. You are too gonna do it. Not gonna do it. You are gonna do it. uh, Real quick, for Hannah's sake, can you do your Brad impersonation so she can hear it spot on?
0: No, I'm not gonna do that. That That's ridiculous. I don't wanna do the impression. It's stupid. You always make me do this, but you know, whatever. Uh, yeah. That was
1: your worst one you've ever done. You went went way too Brad doing Barney.
2: (laughs) I I heard more of a a Kermit doing Eeyore. (laughs) (laughs)
0: maybe i you know what it is i think i need to have him in my ear talking for an hour for me to to hear the voice and be able to do it i don't think i can do it cold
1: too sober probably right now
0: probably Uh, according to bob hoskins imdb trivia there were many roles that bob hoskins almost got but went to someone else oh Either because he lost the role, was too busy, or just straight up turned it down. So in this game, which I'm calling Bob Hooskins. Okay. Ooh. I'm going to give you the name of a movie or franchise. And you have to tell me the role for which he was runner up. And bonus points if you can name the actor who did play the character.
2: Can I take a guess before we even start? Like, yeah. Sure were any of the roles filled by Ed Asner.
0: Ooh, that is an absolute smashing like what a great guess. Unfortunately, I did not see that listed anywhere on IMDb.
2: But I love them both and I feel like they share a uh, the same space in my heart. For, for yeah. both of them,
0: yes. Absolutely.
2: Grumpy old man.
0: All right, so the first movie, which I I'm not really familiar with this movie, but I know I've, I, I'm aware of it. So I thought maybe y'all would be weird. Start romancing the stone. Oh, never heard of that. No idea what that is. <laughs> okay, what about you, Hannah? Is that one you're familiar with at all?
2: Um, that's one I'm googling right now. Was it a? Uh, <laughs> is that cheating?
1: That sounds like obviously that's cheating. That sounds like <laughs> that sounds like. <laughs> That sounds like a Harry Potter fanfic.
2: I just wanted to see who was who was in it. That's, so the, point. That's the whole point of the role. game. <laughs> I've never seen the movie, so I don't...
1: I mean, if there's 12 old people, you're fine. Or if it's a young movie. I guess I don't know the year it came out. Yeah, I have no ability to guess with, without doing a Google, but I'm not going to anyway.
2: Was it the Danny DeVito role?
0: It was the Danny DeVito role. I'm what? not giving you any hey. points. In fact, fact while well, that was uh, the right guess, obviously you saw the list of actors and made the logical guess. I'm deducting one point because you Googled it. So you're at negative one, Ryan's at zero. Ryan is currently in lead. Pole position. Next up, uh now I'm not gonna give you the specific movie because I think that might be a little too obvious. Google it. The Harry Potter franchise. What character would he have played?
1: He's obviously gonna be Hagrid. Are we buzzing? Should we be buzzing in?
0: You know I don't know the mechanics of this game. I just invented it. Beep, boop, beep. I don't know how it works. <laughs> beep boop beep. That guy was supposed Go ahead, to buzz Uh That's a that's a good solid guess. Uh, that is not the case. Hannah, do you want to steal?
2: Ooh, uh, um, my <laughs> guess is that
1: your your buzzer sounds like you're trying to tell Cutter, Curtis to shut up. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's curtis's shock collar um <laughs> i i guess so for the harry potter films um would would he have played a troll of some kind or a
1: were there trolls Gnome. you mean in oh, house pe- oh the people that are on the banks who are we talking about
2: yeah you know, you know whoever some sort of creature would he have had prosthetics on
0: uh so um, good I to, question i still
1: hand his guess wait
0: wait wait <laughs> So uh, <laughs> the the answer is no. The answer is no. He did, and, and I'll, I'll go further. I will say he did stealing. not I'll play. Say Don't say
1: anything. Steal.
0: Okay. Be Mad okay. I, go ahead. Mad Eye Moody. Again, actually, that's another great guess. He would have been great in that role. Uh, again, not it. I'm, steal again.
2: I'm uh, now I'm stealing again. I was going.
1: Just stealing again.
0: Uh, do, you, do you want? Do you want to go without the hints? Yeah.
2: Again. Yes. Yes. My my okay. last guess. My final guess is uh, Uncle, the Uncle, Uncle Vernon was his name, maybe? Yeah, yeah. Uncle?
1: Petunia or whatever the hell that name was.
2: So all
0: of these are great guesses. And that is because the Harry Potter (laughs) franchise, I'm I'm going to finish my sentence. I want to steal. The Harry Potter (laughs) (laughs) franchise (laughs) is littered with Bob Hoskin types.
1: Last steal. Go ahead. Did he lose out to Danny Radcliffe?
0: (laughs) Yeah, originally the plan was that Harry Potter was going to be an a 11-year-old boy, but he was going to look like a grown man <laughs> in a tracksuit with a cigar. Okay, so Hannah, you, I'm going I'm I'm to give you a hint. Uh, you had asked earlier if he was somebody with like, makeup or prosthetics to look like some kind of a creature. The answer to that question is No. And one further clue was specifically Harry Potter and the Half Blood Prince. Oh my
1: God. Well, just give her the trophy. I don't even know which one. I didn't even see that one.
2: I didn't see that one either. I read the
0: book. Whoa. Is there a character from the books that. I also read the book. Specific to that movie.
1: I don't remember anything from after book book four.
2: It's been a while. Hmm. Half Blood Prince. Would he have been uh, a serious black? No. Uh,
1: Came in book three, so that'd be tough, but strong we, guess.
0: you've you've made enough guess. i'm gonna call it well, Um uh, you you w- neither of you get a point Wait, i had a
1: guess hey what was it i lost it beep, boom, beep. Oh.
0: what what is your guess right was it was it was it saruman all right um so the answer was <laughs> slughorn the potions teacher played by Jim Broadbent.
1: Mm, Yeah, I vaguely remember that name.
0: Next movie, and this is another one you guys may or may not know. I do know this movie and have seen it, but I don't know if you will be familiar with it. You're saying saying that the way that you... Oh, I I have seen that movie. Gotta name the the character he would have played in The Untouchables. He's Scoop Beep. He would have been Sean Connery's role. Oh, another good guess. No! Yeah, I, I... I thought, I wondered if these would all be really obvious, but um, no, that is not the answer. How about uh, Hannah?
2: Um, I have not seen this movie, and since I'm not allowed to Google it, I have no guesses. Well, just guess movies
1: Mm. that people would be in with Sean Connery. Should be easy.
2: I just, I I
0: will give you, because you've never seen it, I will just give you a, a tiny hint, which is that this is a gangster movie about like 1930s chicago prohibition era and it's like based on a true story
2: that unfortunately doesn't help me
0: ryan do you got anything i only also remember kevin costner in that movie okay well uh al capone played by robert de niro uh
1: i could not have told you Uh, that de niro was in that movie
0: again i thought i was given a really obvious hint by saying 1930s chicago prohibition gangster movie but i guess you've never (laughs) heard of al capone
1: You don't just assume he's going to be in every one of them, but he is. He does tend to be in every one of them.
0: All right, another franchise, Spider-Man.
1: Okay,
2: all right, I know this one. Can I ask which which Spider-Man? Yeah, not
0: on the first round. Wow. Okay. All right. Ooh, I know. That's a lot of Spider-Man. got to buzz in.
2: Okay, I heard a buzz, a buzz from Hannah. Doctor Octopus. Oh,
1: that's
0: a good one.
2: Um, is that not it?
0: <laughs> is that is that his name? Yeah.
1: What do you
2: mean?
1: Yeah, Doc. Ock. Doc. Yeah. Ock. What are you talking
0: about? Obviously I don't think I've ever heard his full name I've only heard Doc Ock um, the, I, That is It just sounds so goofy, Dr. Octopus
1: Oh yeah, but, but Doc Ox so slick What are you talking about? He's got octopus arms, what
0: do you mean? You are correct Woo! Um, So Well done You have, to have, uh, more, you've, you've you have rec- to have more
1: fanfare with the only positive points scored
0: Am I out of the hole?
1: You can just shit <laughs> on her first
0: <laughs> So uh, wh- wh- congratulations That's my fanfare <laughs> I wrote down Dr. Octavius, because that's what I thought he was called. I didn't know it was Dr. Octopus. I think his real name is Octavius, but...
1: Yeah, I, th- I think Octopus is his nickname. You're probably right.
0: Yeah. For bonus points, can you name the actor bonus who did place. play not Ma- Malcolm.
2: Yes. Melina. Something Melina. Bzz. It's uh, yeah. uh, something. Melina is the last name.
0: Can you get the first name or just Melina? Was that not the first name?
2: Would no. His last name is Melina. Uh, is uh, are we not playing by Jeopardy rules where I can just say the last name and and you'll accept
0: it. You were going to get the point either way. I just wanted, to, you might've gotten two Richard? points if you got the first name. Is,
2: it, is his Alfred. name Richard? Alfred. Alfred Molina.
0: So so you're now at positive one point. I said bonus points, Ooh. but they're worth the same as a regular point. So I don't know how they're bonus, but whatever.
1: That's what normal, that's what bonus points are. They're not usually worth 10 extra points. what. It's still the same amount. Well,
0: No, I, I I thought they'd be worth less. You allotted it at a time when points shouldn't be given. That's all. Okay. Do you know what games are? Yeah, I really don't. I play none. Um, right. Ryan is still at zero. <laughs> Hannah's at one. The next <laughs> franchise is Batman.
1: Oh, okay. Done. Bing, boom, bing, boom. Ryan. That mofo should have been Razagul. Incorrect.
0: <laughs> Go ahead to Hannah. The Penguin. Look <laughs> how patiently you just buzz over and over <laughs> until I acknowledge you, and Ryan buzzes <laughs> once and then just screams. Uh, you said, what was your answer?
2: The Penguin. Oh, that's
1: really good.
0: It's correct. Can you name the actor who did play it, the character?
2: Yes, boom. Mm-hmm.
1: You don't have to rebuzz.
2: Um, you don't have to rebuzz. I yeah, can't. you. Well, steal that I one. thought you were gonna try to steal for me. Okay.
0: I mean, I can't if you're gonna Danny get DeVito. wrong. Oh, yes. Son of a... Well done. This is the second Danny DeVito part that he lost out on. Two more points. You're at three points. Ryan is getting killed. But guess what? There was another Batman movie. Oh no! That was Batman Returns. There was a different Batman movie. I don't.
1: I think we've covered all the people it could possibly be. <laughs>
0: Yes, Ryan. Was he supposed to be Alfred? No,
1: Anna.
2: Also, I noticed Ryan was using my buzzer sound. I, which... I still, I li- no, I literally
1: hit your buzzer.
2: <laughs> uh, was he the Commissioner Gordon? Oh,
1: that's,
0: that's would a he good
2: have one. been? No, but, but uh, I'm gonna Alfred. give a hint.
0: Uh, I'm gonna give an unfair that's hint. That field. Ryan's losing really bad. Okay, go ahead. Ruin your turn. Go ahead.
1: I, re- I accept no scraps. Uh, Boo, boop boop. I didn't think of an answer first. Uh, was he okay. was he supposed to be Mister Freeze? No, in the same movie. Uh, so, I
0: think? so this is one of the reasons I was after I after Brad uh, wasn't able to make this episode. You know, graciously Hannah subbed in. Uh, I did have one moment of, oh, that's a shame that he's not here for this.
1: Oh, okay, b- z- baz- z- b- Go ahead. He should have been Eric Roberts's role, which was unnamed and not a character. <laughs>
0: You are correct. I'll give you one point for getting the actor's name, uh, but he did have a name. It was Salvatore Moroni. Sure it was. Nobody knew that. That was that was probably named in the credits, but I don't think anybody said that in the thing. Alright, one more movie that he lost a role for. Home Alone. Ryan.
1: Obviously it was Joe what? Pesci's character. What do you mean, what? I buzzed in first.
2: He did. I buzzed in first.
0: no My I, I much
2: not have been working.
0: I will check the tapes no, 100% um, later. But uh, I, w- I will say, uh, my-,
1: my buzzer was weak. <laughs> I will acknowledge that. It wasn't a strong one.
2: He was uh, also using my buzzer sound.
1: I was using her buzzer. I will also accept that. Uh, it was Joe Pesci, though, obviously. Can you name the character? Um, uh, it's some- it's like mug- Mugsy or something like that.
2: <laughs> Go ahead, Hannah. Uh, the shorter one of the two Wet Bandits. Is that enough? Yeah,
0: yes, we I'm sorry, I, I that's Joe Pesci. Yes. Ryan got that point. Uh but do you know Joe think. No,
1: she, that she was naming his character. <laughs> his
2: character has a wet bandit. Short, yeah. Short, short wet bandit. <laughs> was that not the character's name? Short no, wet bandit.
0: no. Any other guesses or we just don't know this one? I mean we obviously don't know, but I'll buzz in anyway. Go ahead, Brian.
1: Uh I'm gonna guess his name was Joe.
0: No. Uh <laughs> the name. The name was Harry Lyme. Is what? I don't know. It said Harry Lyme.
1: <laughs> you're telling me that's not, Harry, I do that's remember not the Tall Harry, Wet but... Bandit? That sounds like the Tall Wet Bandit's name.
0: No. Okay. We are at three points, I believe, for Hannah and two points for Ryan. But I do have one last question, which is a flip. So this is a role he did get cast in. But I need you to name the actor who was runner-up. So the movie was the Mario movie. Oh. And he got the role after replacing another actor who was supposed to play mario mario are you allowed to specify which mario movie well it's the one that bob hoskins was in is you that not bob sure hoskins was in. <laughs>
1: no it doesn't have, i mean i don't know if, i didn't see either one but um, I, well
0: I don't, good news you don't have to see it you just have to think of an actor that could have played mario and is maybe in some way similar to bob hoskins go ahead anna
2: would you accept Wa Bob Hoskins as in? Oh my gosh, Wario or or Waluigi? I would accept.
0: I would accept that. Ah, uh, I. Bob, Bob, Bob. You're already winning, so I will not award you any uh, pity points. But that was good. Uh, Ryan, was it? The- no, Ryan, get your own buzzer. Stop hitting her buzzer. Bing, 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 bing. Thank you, Ryan. <laughs> was it?
1: Uh, Danny DeVito.
0: It is a hundred percent Danny DeVito.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just know your lazy style.
0: All right. Well, that sort of ties us up, actually, which I did not see coming. No, um, everyone knows
1: that the last question's worth two. That was definitely final uh, jeopardy.
0: Everyone knows.
1: Well, we should have at least been able to wager all our points. Uh, you really have to think of these things.
0: How about this? Because uh, I <laughs> did see some other. Why trivia would about you that.
1: introduce a tiebreaker when there's not a tie?
0: Um. So, before he acted, he looked after. This animal in Syria.
1: What is this question? What are you talking there about? There was
0: an, there was a type of animal that he looked after that he was like caring for. Beep. He was like watching. Bing, 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 bing. Yes, Ryan. Was it?
1: Sorry, you said Syria. Was it a parakeet? Mm-hmm. Was it a Syrian no.
0: parakeet? Hannah, think, think, desert, Hannah. What? What would be an animal? <laughs> Go ahead.
2: A uh, camel. Was it a camel? It
0: was the can we have a winner. Hannah was one. Oh, I thought it was gonna be me with the pair. Okay. No no thumbs on the scale. <laughs> uh, Hannah won fair and square.
1: Do a bigger celebration. Don't do your don't shit on it. It was a garbage segment, but make it big.
0: Let me celebrate as emphatically as I can. And that was Bob Hooskins. You're so so British. Brian, why don't you tell us what we can expect next week when we cover the previous episode at Season 10, Episode 14, Daphne Does Dinner.
1: Daphne attempts to make a romantic dinner for Niles, but her charm is undone by the fact that she cannot cook. This is the first and last time uh, she's in the (laughs) A-plot.
0: I mean, I don't. I, I wonder if that is a character trait of hers that she can't cook. I, I'm trying to remember if that's a thing, and obviously we can't oh, yeah. say if it's true. We know it. We oh, know. Well, we know. She,
1: we know she can't cook in the upside down.
0: Oh, we do. Okay.
1: Yeah, I didn't make that up.
0: I'm in like somewhere between the upside down and the real world world, and I can't keep track of what I'm supposed to know and what I'm supposed to pretend I don't.
1: Yeah, my guess is that this is where we find out she can't cook. Okay. Uh, also, I think
0: I think it's a play off the porno Debbie Does Dallas. Oh. Why?
2: What? what? I
0: <laughs> Hannah, you buzzed in. What did you want to say?
2: <laughs> it's probably named after whatever the porn was a parody of.
1: Was it a parody of something?
2: I haven't seen it.
1: I googled it because I was like, oh, I think I know that name. I was like, Oh, it's a porn. <laughs> I don't think it's a parody.
0: It starred Bambi Woods.
1: Well, yeah, it was a porn.
2: I can't imagine it would be named after a porn. Also, whoa
0: also this, debbie does dallas this came from the debbie does dallas part two
1: this came from the quote unquote golden age of porn 1969 to 1984
0: debbie does dallas three the final chapter immediately followed
2: up with debbie does dallas four
1: so you don't think this is a playoff that name
2: i think it must be just coincidence because daphne does dinner is a is a perfectly normal sentence
1: I mean, it sounds a lot like D name does D word. Very similar pattern. We gotta get like, out of here.
2: Let me know if there were if there were any other uh uh common themes between the two. <laughs> well,
0: I
1: was, I, I was trying to come up with what could possibly be a like a, a porn parody TV episode, and I couldn't come up with anything.
0: Well, that will do it for us. Thanks, to Kevin Cloud, for our theme music, and thank you to Hannah for filling in today.
2: Thank you for having me. Oh,
1: does that mean we have to have Brad in the future? Ugh.
0: Hopefully not. Thank you for listening. Probably for the best if you don't engage with a show on TikTok or any of the socials but reverse psych pod if you want to don't email us reverse psych pod at gmail.com and for myself for ryan and for hannah good morning amsterdam i hate you also for brad no he doesn't get included i want you to like pretend that i have like fun things to say throughout the episode and you can just like add me in so for instance great job curtis i 100% agree Oh, Ryan, you're right. You're 100% right. And then here are some others. You know what, Ryan? You are right. I am one of the greatest thinkers of this generation. Thank you for bringing that up. Curtis, thank you for telling the audience about how much Girls Cannot Resist Me and how I'm amazing. I appreciate you bringing up those important facts. I don't know what I would do without that.